Welcome to another episode of Mike Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They're the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them for all your tire and lube needs right here in downtown Joplin on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at DowntownLube.com for the full list of services. Also, not a matter of if, matter of when you're going to need that oil change and those tire service. So make sure you get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And we appreciate you joining us on this lovely day. Hope you're enjoying it wherever you are and wherever you're listening. We are on Apple, Spotify, and right here in the call-in app. I'm Mello. He's big country. It's it's a weird time of year. Mm-hmm. It's football season. We have spring training going on. We've got a little bit of basketball. We're going to dive into to some of these topics, but for the most part, our bread is buttered mm-hmm. with football. So I did want to start here with a couple little news and notes happening around the NFL. And one that I saw today that really stuck out to me was this Russell Wilson news about Pete Carroll. We've assumed that they did not get along and that there were some issues, maybe some rifts between the two of them. And I saw a report on The Athletic over the weekend that said Russell Wilson actually went to ownership and wanted Pete Carroll and the GM John Schneider fired in February of 2022, one year ago. Last March, he was traded. This is surprising to me. Because I didn't think Russell Wilson would actually do this and go yeah. to ownership. And also, the ownership was like, nah, we're sticking with our old-ass head coach. Yeah, we've had a lot of success with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, props to I the love ownership. Yeah. I love them. Honestly, but honestly, at the same time, props to Russell Wilson for stepping up and having a voice instead of just being the cheesy character guy that we've just kind of deemed him as. He's just like, hey, this is what I want. Oh, they said never, no, but I mean, he, at least he said something, and now he gets to Denver, gets Nathaniel Hackett, uh-huh. awful first year together in Denver. Gives him the old ultimatum. Yeah. But and now he's out. got Sean Payton, and if that works out well for them, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, I just, I thought it was really weird. Not not even so much that Russ went to ownership and was like, hey, get rid of this guy. Yeah. Don't like him anymore. It's not working. But the fact that ownership sided with the coach. The NFL is such a superstar-driven league. Every league is. But for them to stick with Pete Carroll and honestly for it mm-hmm. to work, they had to feel very good oh, about Oh, I themselves. mean, yeah, especially to look at Geno Smith and say, we'll give him a shot. He can be our guy. And, you know, you've, I've seen some people with ESPN and, you know, other analysts kind of take a deeper dive on Geno Smith and his career. And, in fact, he wasn't really given a fair shot or opportunity to be the starting guy anywhere. You know, there wasn't a lot of help around him. Um, and then he kind of makes his way over to – the Seahawks, and you know he's waiting behind Russell Wilson, and then he comes in, and we're just we're all kind of stunned. But there are a lot of people that are just like, okay, hey, Geno finally got a fair chance, finally got a chance with some talent around him, with some actual receivers, and with that, it's okay. Look at what he can do. Mm-hmm. And the franchise tag window is mm-hmm. open now, uh, so hopefully we'll start to see some of these guys get tagged. I don't know if Geno Smith is a candidate to get the franchise tag. I don't think they're letting him walk. I don't know what his payday would be like on the franchise tag. I would guess around twenty or so. 
which is a big, big <laughs> yeah. payday for you. Loving that. Man, I, that's a win-win for I mean, if you're the Seahawks, do you fran- – I mean, let, okay, let's say he's not available to franchise tag. What, what do you sign him to? Do you give him a three-year deal? Do you give him a two-year deal? Do you give him a four-year deal? I would give him a two-year deal and maybe, maybe throw in an option for a third. But he's already kind of old. Last season, he made $3,500,000, million, $3.5 million. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and slap that franchise tag on me. I don't, I don't care. You're gonna give me twenty. Would you take whatever the, the it is? Two-year, forty million dollar deal. Oh, in a yeah. heartbeat. And if you're the Seahawks, you're like, that's a, a great deal for us too. Yeah, it might be. I mean, that's a pretty cheap quarterback contract. That you might be like, yeah, we're good with you that. Do a three-year, sixty million dollar deal, and it's like the third year is the option. Slapping some extra uh-huh. bonuses on there, whatnot. Give him a nice little signing bonus. Again, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's making 50. A year. And Geno Smith might have played better than Deshaun Watson last oh, 100%. year. Oh, 100%. Now, Willie, next year, uh, honestly, I doubt mm-hmm. it. But I'm just expecting Deshaun Watson to get back to the, uh, the level of what we saw him at that last year in Houston, where he was officially playing. I kind of am, too. Just, just yeah. to be honest, I, I kind of am, too. I, he was just so good that it, it would be hard. For him not to. Now, a lot of off-the-field distractions. He sat out a long time. We'll see what happens. I'm not exactly rooting for the guy, but I do expect him mm-hmm. to be good. But, yeah, the franchise tag window is going to open up. Lamar Jackson is another name that a lot of people are looking at. I, I saw Adam Schefter this weekend. I uh, was talking on his podcast about a couple different options for Lamar Jackson, and one was the non-exclusive tag uh, where the Ravens could tag him on the non-exclusive tag. And that would give other teams the option to sign him to an offer sheet. So you offer Lamar Jackson a contract. If he agrees to it, then the Ravens have the opportunity to match that offer sheet. If they do not want to match that offer sheet, the Ravens would get two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. From the team that signs him? From the team that signs him. That feels that, like, I was going to say, like, I would do that. Like, if... The Ravens, I feel like that would be stupid of the Ravens yeah. to do, though. But at the same time, maybe it kind of helps them out. If you're the Jets, yeah. Because you, the the you put the Falcons. ball on Lamar Jackson's court if you do that. Like, okay, hey, either you sign, you know, you sign with us or you're going to go somewhere else and we're going to get something back for it. And it's weird, obviously, with Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have an agent. So we'll see how he does is that. Is he an easy person to recruit? Out for him. Does he trust easily? Yeah, I doubt it. I don't know. Just make mama happy. Does mama want to go to New York? Does mama just want to be in the New York media? <laughs> right. I've seen so many jersey swaps of him with the Falcons now. I haven't. That's almost in my brain. That would be awesome. It looks real good. Looks real good. But if you're the Falcons and they hit him with this um, non-exclusive tag, yeah, I'll give you two first-round yeah, picks for Lamar Jackson. No, part of it is is that um, they could franchise tag him and it would he'd be hit with about thirty-two million dollars. On the franchise, there's a lot more than that. Like, that's yeah, cheap payday. for the Ravens. <laughs> you look at yeah. some of these other contracts. That's if you're Geno Smith, for you love it. If you're Lamar Jackson, you're like, mm-hmm. dude, come on. Yeah, no, I'm an MVP. I was hurt. You know, yeah, I want 200 mil, and he wants a fully guaranteed. As he should. Every, I feel like every player should be wanting that. Like, I don't think this should just be to quarterbacks that are good or quarterbacks that negotiated. And I think the NFL needs to become a fully guaranteed league. Yeah, I mean, almost yeah. every other league is. Or even if it's not written in the collective bargaining agreement, it's just that's the way that they negotiate. 
is that your contract is going to mm-hmm. be guaranteed. And for some reason, in the most violent sport that we have in this country, your contract's yeah, I mean, not If you guaranteed. get hurt, you're one man of a $200 million contract. We're not paying you all that money. Yeah. Whoops. Hope you enjoyed making 20 yeah. mil or whatever it is you got in year one because you're not getting it. So I, that's a, just an ongoing situation. But I did think it was interesting. And obviously Adam Schefter saying it, mm-hmm. so it carries a lot of weight. And just seeing what the Ravens would do. I mean, if somebody does come out and offer Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract, are the Ravens going to really sit there and look at that and say, no, we'll take two first-round picks and we're going to go on our Do you think there would be a surprise team that would come in at, like after him? Like let's say the Titans, the Texans, the Colts. I mean, the, yeah, if the Colts went with Lamar Jackson, that would be crazy. That would be a totally different dynamic of that team. It would. But Lamar Jackson and Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor – Good luck. Sheesh, that's 3,000 yards rushing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, you have some decent receivers. At least receivers. with me on Madden. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the Colts should consider it. I'd be calling them up. Yeah, the fourth pick. That's pretty high, but so it's a I mean, Yeah, Jackson. the Raiders are going to have to like find a new quarterback. So, I mean, it's almost going to. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you put Tyler Huntley in there. It might be the same thing. Yeah, Detroit that has two first-round picks this year. The Raiders? Now they've they've got a lot of money. Lamar tied Jackson up. would be a good Raider. Like this is probably the first time my mind was like someone would look good in Raiders uniform. But I just the black and silver. See, I, I just Raiders uniform. This is too bland. Blech. It's also just the bad guys in my mind. Like I just I hope I never yeah. see the Raiders be good. If I'm being completely honest, but that's just me being a biased Chiefs fan. But Lamar Jackson would look cool <laughs> in that jersey. The Giants are another yeah, one. So I'm ready to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. I hope that it doesn't bleed too far into the summer. I hope we get another crazy March where the NFL is just on drugs again and we see a bunch of quarterback movement. Aaron Rodgers is out of the back cave or whatever it was he was in. See what happens with him. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you just mentioned a guy, Daniel Jones, too. I've heard reports that Daniel Jones wants a big payday. That He's not just going out there looking for a a mediocre deal. That He he wants a a big Ryan Tannehill-type deal or maybe even more than that. I wouldn't give it to him. So you're saying Daniel Jones wants a big payday? Mm-hmm. Any idea what he's asking for? I thought it was like 40. <laughs> Which with the starting quarterback market. That seems fair. That it's not as outlandish as it sounds. Time, do you deserve it? Like if you're mm-hmm. the Giants, would you rather pay Daniel Jones that amount of money or Jimmy Garoppolo that amount of money? Exactly. Yeah, and looking at these contracts, obviously the quarterback position, it's getting reset right now because you have guys like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson making yeah. almost 50. Rodgers is making 50. Then Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes making 45. Josh Allen right there at 43. But Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford both making 40. I don't think that Daniel Jones is better than either of those quarterbacks. But Daniel Jones is a lot younger. He also doesn't have any receivers. He's due. And Daniel Jones stepped up a lot mm-hmm. this last season. Like, Brian Dable helped him out tremendously. And Saquon Barkley was healthy. The offensive line looked much better. The defense was able to get some stops. So maybe Daniel Jones is just kind of one of those quarterbacks where you just need a time for the team to build around him. You know, because, I mean, he's yeah. not a bad athlete. He's not an awful quarterback. No, he's, he's willing to take athlete. chances. He's had issues with fumbles. I think, for me, I could put some of the blame on that offensive line. A lot of, you know, some of the other blame definitely goes on him as well with that. But if you put playmakers around him, which hopefully they can do this draft, 
he might be worth $40 million. And if you go win the division next year, I think everyone's sitting there like $40 million. That's a deal. We'll take that. Love it. Especially if you could get him on a short deal. I don't know if he would sign three a three-year, four-year deal. You know, yeah, something like that. Like, hey, you want that money? Okay, it's going to be a short contract. I, think, I don't know why the NFL hasn't been doing that anyways. Like, just give these three-year yeah, fully guaranteed contracts and just roll with it. Well, outside of the quarterback position, mm-hmm. that's what a lot of them are. I mean, a three-year deal can be a long contract for some of them, but the quarterback position, especially if just you're signing. Just the shit out of it. Come on, Daniel. Yeah, like people laugh at him, but, man, it's Very worked well. for him. I'm looking at this list. He's sitting there at 35 mil per year. He's already 35 years old. Like his career earnings yeah. are through the roof. So maybe if you're Daniel Jones, maybe that's what you're trying to do. If for the Giants, I would I would franchise tag him. I don't even know if I would. I would call and be like, hey, what's the number you want? And as soon as I heard, done. Phone call over. <laughs> We'll franchise tag you. Enjoy your 25 mil, whatever it is that he would get. I don't even know what the franchise tag numbers are. I'm assuming if Lamar Jackson's sitting at 32, Daniel Jones can't be that high. Isn't it the same across the board for per position because it's the league average? Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking of the fifth-year option that changes. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of money for Daniel Jones. I, I'm not ready to give up on Daniel Jones. He played well last year. The Giants won a lot of games. Also, don't know if I'm ready to pay him $30 million. I think I would be. If he's going to be my starter for the next You might as well. Like You're, you're going to have to And the salary cap went up. Let your GM go do their yeah. job. This is where GMs make their money. This is where GMs yeah, rebuild. I love how back and forth I'm going in my own mind. Of, oh, wouldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. might as well. Why not? Not I'm my money. Get to see go it ahead. Live. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Pay the man. I don't know. And then you would hope if you're a Giants fan that they can rework a contract with Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley, get him some money. Um, I, I think the franchise tag for running backs like a What's your mil. thoughts on Saquon Barkley? Because you were heavy last year. I'm like, hey, don't pay this man. And then he comes out and, and he Brian was healthy. I mean, contract years again undefeated. The, the great late Therese Paler said it best. Contract years are undefeated. Stayed healthy all year. Now he's going to get paid, it seems like. Would you do it, though, or would you be like, hey, franchise tag, do it again? I think I would now. And it, I guess it would all depend on how long of a contract he wants. But if Saquon wants a four-year deal, sure. I'd do that. If he's getting crazy and he's like, I want a five-year deal, six-year deal. We're backloading the shit out of it. <laughs> you're not seeing it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have some voidable yeah. <laughs> years on that contract. I'm oh, sorry, you didn't so read the contract? I don't, I don't that stinks. Mm-hmm. And with the running backs, they really don't make that much money. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's making $16 million. That's the highest for any running back. And then you have Zeke Elliott and Alvin Kamara right there making fifteen. Those Both those contracts look yeah. pretty bad <laughs> right now. Pretty bad. I don't even know if either one of them plays on their team next year. Then you have uh, Dalvin Cook making twelve. But even if you got Saquon, if he was like making twelve. I feel pretty good about that. That's Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. I mean, this is range. just the confusing part about what we do and talking about this so lightly is that $12 million is a lot of money. But then we sit here and we, but in the NFL, and like we talk about these quarterbacks and it's like, like, oh, this guy deserves 50. This guy deserves 45. These guys are getting that much money in a year. If someone offered me $4 million a year to do something, I'd be like, yeah, where do I sign? 
I mean, a couple quarterbacks that are making running back money. Baker Mayfield is making 15 mil. This is last year's, by the way. Jameis Winston making 14. Jameis Winston made 14. Marcus Mariota. 14. Mm-hmm. 14 mil for Winston. Mariota was making nine. Uh, you've got Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. You've got some rookie deals. Mitch Trubisky making seven. Somehow Jimmy G worked that contract. He was making $7 million last year. If I remember right, he had like a, if I play so many yeah. games, I'm going to get a big payday. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> he didn't play that many games. Uh, Justin Herbert making six. Teddy Bridgewater making six. You've got some really bad quarterbacks that are making Pro Bowl running back money. Justin Herbert only made $6 million last year? Rookie I know contract. that, but still yeah. six? What did he get his first year? Is it the first year then where it's just overloaded? No, I think those deals are pretty cheap. I mean, even peeking over and looking at the receivers now, you know, Tyreek making 30, and Christian McCaffrey makes 16. <laughs> that tells you anything about how the positional value in the NFL is going right now. And Devontae Adams making 28. Somehow DeAndre Hopkins still making 27. I've heard a lot of people kind of, and I don't want to take this back to the Chiefs, but like, there's been a number. I mean, we saw him tweet out, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, did a quarter, pretty much just saying how good he was. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, where do you want to go? Do you want to stay in Arizona? I, I assume that answer is no. But Dennis, where do you go? <laughs> Did you see the video of their coach? Of the Cardinals? I don't remember who he was talking to. And he kept going like, pew, 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 nah. pew. It's like, those are big shots. It's weird. I don't want to say anything because there have been some coaches that had really weird interviews. Yep, and then went on, and they're really good. So maybe so I'm not going to say anything yet. Maybe this like, – Bring back bowling just a little bit because it clearly worked for Nick Sirianni. He learned from yeah, it. it. It was weird. Maybe, maybe it will. I mean, Nick Sirianni, he's got to be one of the hottest coaches in the NFL right now. In terms Pause. of not okay. looks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's a pretty good-looking guy. Yeah, he's not scared to show his emotions. Ball during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I like Nick Sirianni. I, obviously, he went to the Super Bowl. He's a very passionate uh, this coach. Year. Love that. Uh, a couple other little tidbits from the NFL. I don't remember if we even talked about this the other day. Uh, Taylor Lewan retires. Oh, I was going to say Not what? retires. Ta- Taylor Lewan mm-hmm. cut by the Titans. I am wondering, does he retire? He has a very good thing going with that uh, mm-hmm. Barstool podcast that he does. And I wonder if him and Will Compton just kind of lean into it and say, hey, let's make a good push here. I think Will Compton definitely wants to do that. Which are understandable, but I think with Taylor Lewan, he's just he seems like such a competitive dude. It's like, okay, hey, I don't want my career ending on back-to-back knee injuries. Let me try and get a year of redemption, then I can go do this. Just so you have a better I think that, with it, with your career, if you can have any control over yeah. that. See, see what the market mm-hmm. is for you. You know, you know Brooks was uh, messaging us, and we talked about, like, maybe if he, would he be a fit for the Kansas City Chiefs if they move on from um, Orlando Brown Jr.? Or, you know, if you get some of these other teams that need – some left tackle help, or maybe he could even slide over and play right tackle. He's only 31 yep. years old. Still pretty young, relatively. Um, so maybe maybe he can uh, get some help. Uh, it seemed like the Bengals, maybe, maybe you almost try to attach yourself to some of these good veteran, not veteran teams, but these successful championship-level teams. And if he can't stay healthy, he can. I don't, maybe make one more run and then say, all right, if this year doesn't work out, if I get hurt again, I'm going to go do the podcasting. Seems like he's got a pretty good thing going on, though. He's got some options for himself. But I do wonder if he tests the market, the market doesn't look great, 
and then he bounces. I wouldn't be surprised if this is also like a, a mid-year addition. Like after, you know, you kind of once a year started, someone else's left tackle yeah. goes down and say, hey, we need somebody. Taylor Lewan's been rehabbing, still feeling good, still been training. He goes, hey, I am available. You only need me for eight, you know, 10, 12 weeks of the season. I'm here. It feels like we're seeing that a lot more with veterans now. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sign a training camp. Don't yeah. want to do that. You call me week eight, though. Seven mil for seven weeks of football? That's a deal. Yeah, you put me on the practice squad for a couple weeks, and then I'll get in shape. Yeah, and then we'll, I'll be ready to go. So he's definitely got options. Uh, another one that I saw this weekend is the Dolphins' Byron Jones came out and said, uh, and he missed all of last year, I believe, that he can't run or jump anymore due to injuries that he suffered in the NFL. He's like very grateful for the NFL, but that he's going to be dealing with some chronic pain and issues to where, I mean, he can't be I was that say, old. He's, when did he retire? Has he, has he officially retired? I don't even so know. That when I saw this, officially. I was very confused because like, I'm pretty sure he's still like with the Dolphins. And if the Dolphins hear this, can't they just like void your contract right there? Like, you just admitted you're unable to play? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen anything that's like, I'm retiring. But, I mean, he had some, some tweets and some comments about, like, don't trust uh, the pills that they give you. Don't take the shots. Very Varsity Blues level Damn. stuff. But I, I'm sure that that stuff happens. Oh, I, I believe it. And it stinks for Byron Jones because, I mean, he was a great athlete at one point. I mean, he got paid big bucks to go to the Dolphins and play there. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, he was. it's almost combine time. I mean, we're going to see the combine, mm-hmm. I believe, this week. And he broke the world record for the uh, That's broad right. jump. Yeah, yes. <laughs> at the combine. And then ran like a blazing, like, 4-3-40. I mean, his shuttle times were just through the roof. Now, now you're seven, eight years later, this is where you're at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, you suffer a couple injuries, and then it's rough. I, I used to love watching, like, a football life and things like that, and you would see guys like Jerome Bettis. That's where I was getting ready to go with this. Or Earl Campbell. And seeing them the day after a game, or seeing Earl Campbell now where he, he's mm-hmm. wheelchair-bound. He can barely walk, if all, if at all. And then, But seeing Jerome Bettis, I remember the video of him walking down the hallway, and he had to use the mm-hmm. wall to help him. And this was in his play. It was like the last two years of his career, it seemed like, where, you know, after a game, he stayed upstairs at his house and didn't, I think it was still like Wednesday, then he would just spend the rest of his week, you know, rehabbing and kind of getting ready for the, the game on that following Sunday or whatnot. And then, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, he'd walk down the stairs and be with his family. And then, you know, Friday, Saturday, it was okay, hey, either travel day or just rest a little bit more. Sunday, you play, rinse, repeat. And that's a brutal four months there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, longer than that. I mean, yeah, going to the training camp. And then trying to do any kind of training, getting in shape for the regular season and the off season, It's a brutal, yeah. brutal job. It, you know, luckily I've, I've known some guys that have played in the NFL and they've said, obviously, wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. And it sucked. <laughs> but, I mean, you're set, you, most of these guys can set themselves up mm-hmm. financially for the rest of their lives. And their, their, their family it's, and living their grandkids. I mean, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, most of the guys that I've ever talked to about it are like, of course, I, I have mm-hmm. no regrets. And the league was very good to me. But, yeah, there are stories like Byron Jones where it takes its toll on you. Football is an incredibly hard sport. I have people that have never played it, just imagine. Go outside, wherever you are. Find yourself some nice soft grass. Sprint as fast as you can. And then just jump and hit yeah. the like, don't Like, don't, don't jump straight that, up because like, you're going to slow down. Like, you're slowing yourself down. But, like, leap. I mean, like, really just leap head first and just. Like there's a loose ball yeah. on the ground. Yeah. That shit hurts. 
I did that last fall. Playing, or it was last summer, actually. Raced a kid across the yard for the football. Tripped. Thought I had a cool little spin move. No, I about broke my rib. Ridiculous. Yeah. Or imagine, you know, running as fast as you can. And another human being running as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. You run into each other. That, like, to me right now, that sounds absolutely awful. Almost makes it, me want to throw up. The thing that really put it in perspective for me was when we went to the O-Line Masterminds training last year in Dallas, and we got to go to another one of those local high schools in Texas, which is just massive, by the way. It's stupid how big those schools are in Texas. Mm-hmm. Literally everything in Texas is bigger and better. But they had these other DBs that were also training for the 40 and the combine that was coming up in the next two months. And there was a safety, and he run, I, think it was, I think he ran like a 4.5 or 46 and in my mind, I was like, that is blazing. And then someone said, oh, I mean, and it was yeah. so loud, too, like just hearing the kid run, like being eye level with it. And I was like, holy shit, like that kid's flying. And you hear like four or five, and you're like, that's it? But then it's just like, that's still fast, brother. Me, one, never going to be that fast. Two, never have been that fast. And three, someone made the comment of, now just imagine him running into somebody. And that's when it clicked in my mind is, Meeting a running yeah, back like in the hole. That is, and again, in that moment, it's like that's when it clicked in my mind of that's what the NFL is, is that you don't slow down. It's like, hey, I'm running into you. Like those little like, cross-field tackles that you have along the sideline, like, no wonder those collisions are so hard because you've got a running back trying to in a thousand you know, just years, break that little speed there to get that corner of the edge and see you, and that DB is like, I found the perfect angle. In a thousand years, they're going to find stadiums and ruins and be like, wow, that's what yeah. they did. Just like mm-hmm. we do with the gladiators. Can you believe that? Look at this cool helmet they had. I'm going to get it tattooed <laughs> on my body. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a Spartan. <laughs> Look at this. It'd be just I'm like a, a, yeah, a Dolphins <laughs> logo. <laughs> this was their tribe. Uh, the Vikings are going to be sick. They're going to love that. The Dallas are going to think the star stupid. Look at a nice star, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I think the Dolphins got to be the worst. But also in a thousand years, if, I assume football will not make it that long. Like if we, if we like took a step back and like didn't look at the logos with the meaning of what they have now, the the Cowboys is stupid. It's just a star. The logo. I mean, is that's stupid. just the mascot. Like the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys like, are cool. The star itself, I think, is dumb. Like the Giants, yeah. just an NY. That you can't you can't have your own separate logo. Well, let's stay right there in that division. The Commanders, that W yeah. is not that great either. Eagles, the Eagles cool is. logo. Did you know that there's like an that E in the Eagle? Learned that last year, yeah. actually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, TikTok. <laughs> no joke. Uh, Buffalo Bills, that logo, it's very mm-hmm. traditional. It's not great, though. Like, you got a cool-ass mascot. Why is it, one why is it got a line? Like, why does that horn go all the way through? That, I, I guess, I is it supposed to be the football, I guess? The Jets, that's super stupid. That's SS. The Patriots, that's a a bad division Mm -hmm. for logos. The Browns? AFC North? I hate the helmet. The Browns is stupid. The Steelers, that's been one of my favorite logos since I was a kid. Same. Like, even that one, you look at it, it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's probably a little bit stupid. Yeah. It's good, though. I like it. I like three diamonds on there. That's legit. The Bengals, I love their helmets. I think some of the best helmets in sports. So the la- the logo that they have is the B uh, with the Tiger like the Stripes. the Jaguars, awesome. Like the AFC South probably has the best logos. Yeah. 
Here's a little weird tidbit about me. I don't like the Texans logo when it's flipped, when it's like mirrored on the other side of the helmet. Don't like Do it. what? Looks weird to me. Yeah, throws me off. Because their bull is always facing the front uh-huh. of the helmet. So on the left side of the helmet, it's mirrored, and it looks oh, different. Oh, it's like facing the other way then? I guess I never mm-hmm. noticed that. Boy, do I. Oh, man. Every time I see. That. Look at you. Glass shattering <laughs> Any kind there. of a, Yep. Jersey swap. I apologize to the people that haven't realized it yet. Yeah, the left side of the helmet. I don't like it at the all. The Broncos, I've always literally liked their logo too, and the Chargers, the freaking Lightning Bolts as a kid. Didn't know the sport. Like, pff, Lightning Bolts, that's awesome. What about the Raiders logo? Yeah. It's just intimidating. Like it? But yeah, it is. It is cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Here's one the Cardinals, I like their logo. Hate their uniforms. I I like their alternate uniforms. Like, if they do, like, the if they just did. Like all white, all black, or all red. It's like the mixing. It's the way that they do the red and white pattern. Really, just because they do blocks yeah. of it, like the shoulders right. or the and like what's all that stuff? Yeah, that's going like mm. up the side of the jersey. Like they need a they need a redo. Another one, yeah, because they could have some cool cool jerseys. Uh, the Rams, their uniforms actually don't mind. I hate it when they came out. They look so much. When they better came on out. TV, they, they've really yeah, grown. They on do. Me. They look so much better. Uh, it, it it's like they didn't do too mm-hmm. much, you know. The logo, it's eh, whatever. 49ers, I think that one's great. Their uniforms are great. I think the logo's great. Seahawks, I'm, I'm kind of on yeah, board with yeah, that. I just saw a video today of an actual Seahawk diving, like coming in, <laughs> yeah. emerging out of the ocean with a barracuda. And the barracuda's almost getting out of its grasp, and then it just claws it right in the gut. And you just see that barracuda's just like, that's it's it. It's my nightmare. Oh, like, oh no, it was terrifying. Psych, but it was just bird. like it's that's so you. badass, man. Like just seeing yeah, its talons spread it out and then just clasping at the right time as it's still flapping its wings, I'm just like that multitasking son of a bitch, and it's just zooming in somewhere on where it's gonna go. So you know that freaking bird is just like, where am I gonna take that's this? That's a huge thing? fish too. Yeah, sticking with um, mm-hmm. these logos, the NFC South. They, they're four for yeah. four. I think they've got four good logos. So it really comes down to the NFC South and the AFC South, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I'm going to take the NFC South. It's kind of hard not to. The Florida Lee with the Saints, like that one's just pretty cool. The Buccaneers, that the sword and flag, like, solid. The NFC North could be there. Somehow the Falcons have the worst logo in that division, and I like their logo. I like their old logo, the Falcons. I do too. Just bland, just plain, simple. Yeah. They should have. They had a real opportunity. The NFC North could be really cool if Chicago just used the bear on the side of its helmet instead of that C. I also feel like that would just change the era of that organization. Like, just mix it up. Yeah, I just don't think they will. Uh, here, maybe this is a little hot takey. I don't like the Bears logo. I don't like the Lions logo. I don't really like the Vikings logo. Packers logo is great. <laughs> so I actually think the opposite. I, feel like I, need I to think throw the Lion in. looks cool. I think the Vikings. Like, we're talking future talk. People look back at the arenas and stuff, and they see the Viking. That's probably the one most people get tattooed. Might. But then they're like, what their uniforms look like? Purple? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're another t- I don't. I've never really liked their uniforms. I always felt like they could do more with it, and they haven't. They've just been like, we're purple. Purple and white. That's it. Yeah, now that we've looked at every um, team's <laughs> logo... How about teams that need a quarterback yes. in the NFL? Because there are a lot. Let's just go division to division. Let's start at the AFC South here. Or sorry, AFC East. Um, 
not a lot of quarterbacks needed. The Bills don't need a quarterback. The other three teams are very interesting. The Dolphins with Tua. You got to let him ride for another year. Do you though? Or if you're the Dolphins, and let's say that transit or that exclusive tag gets put on Lamar Jackson, could right? the Dolphins do that? They don't really have any they, they, other needs outside of just a running. They are the team that had to forfeit their mm-hmm. first round pick, which would have been pick number twenty one overall. So they they're in a situation where they can't even go get a quarterback if they wanted one because they don't have yep. a first round pick. Like it's just going to be too difficult for them. And I don't, I don't know what they have in regards to like even like second round picks and things like that, just because they they did so much wheeling and mm-hmm. dealing. You know, uh, they they pick at pick fifty two, but you're not, I mean you're not getting a quarterback with that one. And then again at seventy eight, again at eighty five, so they've got a couple draft picks, but nothing. With a quick question about the exclusive down. tag, does that kind of work like a waiver wire where team got a team's got to go down in an order? No, you negotiate. Every team does. Any team that wants them or that's interested. Yeah, so they say the Dolphins come in and they do fully guaranteed $250 million, five years, whatever it is. Then the Ravens have to match that exact offer or let him walk for. So if the Jets came in and offered more than that, then they beat the Dolphins and the Ravens if they, right? Okay. Yeah, and then Lamar would get to pick and say, hey, I've got an offer sheet from the Jets, and I'm going to take it. It looks really good. I've signed it. Then the Ravens would have the opportunity to match it, or the Jets have to give them two first-round picks. Yeah, it, I think it would be a really risky move to do that if you're the Ravens because you do run the risk of some other team looking at that and saying, yeah, we don't care. We'll and it also like it just puts Lamar Jackson in a tough spot too because if the Ravens do match and he comes back, he's, his mindset's going to be like, why didn't you do this from the start? Like, Why did we, why did we have to get to this point? Yeah. And then other fans can be Lamar Jackson, like, he doesn't even want to be here. He doesn't care. He doesn't, you know what I mean, pay, take a pay cut to be to have the Ravens be good. The Ravens aren't doing anything to make you better. They're just kind of riding on the shoulders of Lamar Jackson. But back to this division here, it would be interesting to see what the Dolphins do. Tua is, a clear, is apparently taking judo lessons to help practice his falling, to help him for concussions. Uh, sounds great. Talked about it before the show. I don't know how much time you get to prepare for your fall in the NFL sometimes. Especially with the hits that right, he like, took last year. Like, I'm not a doctor. Maybe just strengthen your neck. That's a good one. I've, I've heard a lot of MMA guys or talk about have that. have a stronger before. brain. Not maybe a, a bigger one or smaller yeah, one. Because I, I don't talk to a lot of MMA guys, but I have heard a few of them say, like, neck strength is vital. Because as soon as you fall, you have to have those neck muscles to hold your head up. So, I don't know. Maybe do that. Uh, the Patriots and Mac Jones. I, I like to look at the rumors and see kind of just what's out there and you know, put my ear down and see. Mac Jones to the Raiders is one that I saw. Really? He, you know, he he's worked with uh, mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels probably you know, pounding the table to draft him. Yeah, I would assume since he did. Uh, maybe him going to the Raiders. Maybe the Patriots say, no, we're we're good here. Actually, didn't like what he did last year. Um, we've already seen the Raiders take Jared Stidham from the Patriots. I don't think that will happen. I think that Belichick probably looks at Mac Jones and has a rookie contract. Give him a year where he has a real mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's a that's and the big thing right there. Like actually having an offensive coordinator. I mean, he was a pro bowler mm-hmm. as a rookie. A lot of guys opted out. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, but the still. Jets, I mean, they've been in so many discussions on who to land. I think it, 
Yeah, they definitely. It really comes down to what is Aaron Rodgers' official decision. Surely we figure that out next week. I mean, he said he wasn't going to leave, take it into March. Hey, Bub, yeah. what's, you got three more days? Does he know February is a short <laughs> Two month? more days is what he's got. <laughs> Holy smokes. So we have to find out by Monday. Yeah, what was the date? I think the date of last year was like March 8th. And then this year he said, like, oh, I'm not going to take as long. I'm telling you, March 7th, he's going to be like, got a decision. <laughs> Didn't lie to you. Which uh, Friday is March mm-hmm. 4th. So, like, we should hear something this week on what he's Friday's March 4th? going to do. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That's not right, is it? This year's just flying by already, man. March 3rd is Friday. Okay. Sorry. I was just like, March dude, 3rd. how many days? Are... <laughs> I was trying to do off. math in my head. Like, what? Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. You're still close. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's coming up. Like, that's... <laughs> oh. That decision. Just this month flew by really fast for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC North. Pretty mm-hmm. easy. None of them need a quarterback. Ravens don't because they have Lamar Jackson. So, for now, I just I kind of assume that he will stay there. Bengals clearly don't. Browns clearly don't because they have Deshaun Watson on a guaranteed deal. And the Steelers just took Teddy. Kenny uh, not Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Two Gloves. I, I, you're going to roll with him for a little bit. You took him in the first round. You so had a winning season. I mean, you figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't think any teams there need a quarterback. Uh, the AFC South? Whew. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Texans? Yeah. You're drafted number two. The Colts? You better be drafted number one if you're the Indianapolis Colts. If you sit there and you draft at four, I would be pissed. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Jim Irsay's going to be pissed. Or you know, maybe you do just call the bluff of the Bears. Like, hey, we know we can get one of these quarterbacks. Houston will take one. Arizona's not taking one at three. We'll get the other one at four. And maybe you don't. Maybe you, do really maybe run you the don't risk. want Bryce Young. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, there he yeah. goes. You run the risk of Arizona yeah. making the trade. Right, of some team mm-hmm. trying to trade up in front of Indianapolis. They should probably just make the trade and go Just up. go to one? Not even chance it. Yeah, just go to one. The Bears want to. It probably won't cost as much yeah. as it usually does in a regular season. But they, they've got to do something and get a quarterback in there. I mean, the Colts have just never, since Andrew Luck, they haven't really had a quarterback. They've had the guy. Yeah, Phillip Rivers is good for mm-hmm. a year. I think they need to go young quarterback. The Jaguars, they've got their young quarterback. They're all set. The Titans, I was surprised that Ryan Tannehill didn't get cut this week. No joke. I don't know what his deal is and what his contract looks like. It it was not great last year for Tannehill. It it didn't even start out great because the moment they drafted Malik Willis, he was like, it's not my job. And it was like, Alex Smith didn't say that. Why are you saying that? And so I do right. think the Titans are very much in the mix of getting a quarterback. Just I also, do they even have trade capital? Like, just, are they gonna Are they gonna want right. to sign somebody? To out. Yeah, where Where are you gonna get that quarterback from? Are you gonna take a chance on some of these other guys? They drafted at eleven. Do you, you want to roll the dice on Will Levis yeah. or Anthony Richardson? <sighs> Anthony Richardson go. would. I don't know. That might be great for him there because he's not gonna have to. It's not going to be on his shoulders to start. You know what I mean? If he does be, become the starter there. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Oh, hand it to Derrick Henry? Guy on the same size as? Well, Love it. Size. Here he is. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. The AFC West. Probably the best division for mm-hmm. quarterbacks still. Uh, Broncos tied to Russell Wilson. The Chiefs, no duh. 
Chargers, no duh. Raiders, though, desperately need a quarterback. So teams just right now in the AFC that really need a quarterback. The Jets need a quarterback. Texans and Colts need a quarterback. The Raiders need a quarterback. And I would probably throw in the Titans yeah. as well. The Raiders are going to end up with Will Levis, and it's going to fail miserably. And it's going to be the Raiders doing what the Raiders do best, reaching on a guy that they or, shouldn't in the top ten. It's going to be like the Chargers. I didn't think Justin Herbert was going to be any good. My oh, all right. Like that pick. I said that on draft night. Like that pick. He's going to throw a lot of them to the Chiefs. He's been pretty <laughs> true. It's working out okay for the Chiefs. He's been pretty solid. The NFC East. Cowboys are all set. I think the Giants are going to roll with Daniel Jones. I would want to at least another year. Yeah, so another year. I don't think they're going to make any drastic moves for a quarterback unless things just really fall apart with Daniel Jones. Eagles definitely don't need a quarterback. Commanders kind of sounds like they really like Sam Howell. Surely that's all the blood. Which I do right? too. Like, there's no but... way you took you love the fifth the quarterback you took in the fifth round last year. That's who the, that's what you're in right. love with. We know it's not Carson Wentz. We know it's not Taylor Heineke. They drafted 16. That's just that, that's a bad spot to need a quarterback. I have a feeling that's where Jimmy Garoppolo ends up. Maybe. And maybe Eric Bieniemy can recruit some of these veterans. Mm-hmm. A Baker Mayfield type? Like, I don't Baker Mayfield and Sam Howell on the same team? <laughs> Twins? <look> like brothers. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, maybe that would be a good fit for him. There are a lot of veterans out there. Andy Dalton, James Winston. What's going to happen yeah. with those two guys? Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, we talk about him all the time and where he could potentially go. Um, the commanders, though, I would put them on the list. they got to do something at quarterback. Or maybe they do give Sam Howell a shot this year. Uh, the NFC North, I assume all four of those teams are set. If Aaron Rodgers decides to stay. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, the lines, you're definitely rolling with Jared Goff. He deserves, I mean, he earned that last year. So, mm-hmm. And he's paid so much that you're not really in a position to move and on. And the Vikings... Especially with these draft mm-hmm. prospects. I'm not getting rid of Jared Goff. Just keep this building year on your defense if you're the lines. That's where you need Lewis. your help. Yeah. yeah. Next year, you want to maybe put your ring in the hat, hat and ring for uh, Caleb Williams? Yeah, that's okay. pretty nice. That, yeah. That, yeah. Now that makes sense. I'm not doing that for what are the lines? What do they pick up the lines this year? The, well, they Two, have. Because right? um, of the trade with the Rams. They have number six overall because of the Rams pick. And then they draft again at 18. If I'm the Lions, man, I would trade back and just take a first for next year. So that way you have two first-round picks next year so you can't go get a Caleb Williams. Yeah, I mean, we saw the Saints mm-hmm. do it last year. Because mm-hmm. the Lions is like, out. yeah, we'll just. Sorry, no, the Eagles did it. Eagles and the right? Saints did. And the Saints did it, I think, yeah. again this year. I don't know, the, the Saints made a weird trade last year in the draft. It confused everybody. There were so many awkward mm-hmm. picks with those future this year. Yeah. And yeah, and now they have two picks. They have the 49ers yep. pick and their own. I don't it, know. it has been confusing. But the Vikings, you got Thug Cousins. You're along with that most likely another year. Uh, heading to the NFC South, Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. I don't know. Does he? Did he earn that opportunity? Ownership has a lot of positive things to say about him. I he think they might give him a chance. At the end of the year. I mean, it wasn't anything great, right? But at the same time, it was like, hey, we might be able to make something work here. Yeah, and unless they can get Lamar Jackson, yeah, then sorry, Des, <laughs> then it's like, hey, <laughs> we drafted a career backup. That's fine. We're happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be very happy yeah, with that. Marcus Mariota, do you think Panthers. he gets another opportunity somewhere? 
No, I I don't just because of the way that he left yeah. that team. I would also. We already passed over the Chargers. If I'm a Marcus Mariota or a Chase Daniel, I am doing what AJ McCarron did. I'm going to go to the XFL and just play and just have fun. Yeah, and the reason behind it was he wanted to make memories for mm-hmm. his children. He, which is cool. I, I think it's actually a really cool story of one of my kids to see me play, not just stand on the sideline. So even if he just plays this spring, who knows when the XFL is going to fold? And it looks like it's doing pretty good this going. Going. I really this do. But I mean, maybe he even plays again in the fall. Maybe you like you're. Hey, I'll be a backup in the NFL, but I'm going to go play some spring yeah. ball. <laughs> Can you? That's do not both? a bad life. You see, you see, player uh, WNBA mm-hmm. players do it. Play here and then play a little bit Just overseas. Maybe they don't do that as much anymore. Just keep signing one year deals um, as a backup. Mm-hmm. Shit. Practice squad or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I'll what make my you, money. I'll what if you were a backup in the XFL? I feel like that would be a good gig. Surely you're still making $100,000. Oof, I don't know about that. Surely. Maybe, though. It's a short season. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Mind. But still, you're probably making yeah. pretty decent money. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we are not sure. But every team in the NFC South questions a quarterback. Big time. The Panthers have the most reliable quarterback room. The Panthers have the most reliable quarterback room? Yeah. Like what are, I don't know who plays for the Saints. <sighs> James, the I think James head, Winston's actually still signed there. Uh, Andy Dalton's a free agent. But I don't know James Winston's contract situation. I thought they were both up after this year. I mean, regardless. you're not. Yeah, you're not. You're not happy. No, you're definitely one of those not. Situations so. in the Buccaneers. It seems like everyone's talking real high on Kyle Trask. I almost can't think if that's a bluff job too, of just like, hey, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we really love this guy. He's got great leadership skills. I would put them in the teams that need a quarterback. Just you got to do something. But they drafted him pretty high. I thought. Yeah. So maybe they stick with. Was him. a second round draft pick in 2021. If he's a second-round pick, you almost have to give him that opportunity yeah. to play. So he's probably going to start this year, which I still think they need a quarterback. And in the NFC South, uh, sorry, NFC West, Cardinals, you got to play <laughs> Kyler. The Rams, you hope Matt Stafford yeah. comes back healthy. The 49ers might have two quarterbacks, and they might have none. Well, and really you sure. know, you have right here in the rundown too, but. I, Brock Purdy didn't his injury's been suspe- or excuse me his surgery's been suspended again because of swelling. Mm-hmm. So like, you almost don't have an option but to go with Trey Lance, which probably to John Lynch you're fine with that because like thank God we traded so much to go get this guy. Let's see him play and be the dude. Brock Purdy, thank you, but like boy, you made my job real tough there for a little bit. So the injury to him is blessing in disguise for John Lynch, but with Trey Lance, it's, I do think if he was healthy last year. And it was playing up to the level of Brock Purdy, which, you know, we don't know if he would ever would not have. I think the, the San Francisco 49ers could have been in the Super Bowl. I also think if Brock Purdy would have been healthy that entire game, it might have been a rematch from a couple Probably. years ago for the Super Bowl of Chiefs Niners. Yeah, definitely could have been. Yeah. And we were talking to Matt Thursday. That's who I was predicted mm-hmm. for next year uh, in the Super Bowl. The 49ers, they, I don't think they need a quarterback, but they need to figure out their quarterback situation. I could see Baker Mayfield being a backup quarterback there next year. If Brock Purdy has surgery and it ends up being too long for you know what I mean, if they got to keep suspending it and yeah. Baker's a free agent, to bring yeah, in a guy, like, hey, an athlete you know that can you know carry it, the play action out and make a throw and 
be a decent leader that guys are going to rally around, it would make sense. Yeah. I think that's a solid fit, too, just because you also have a guy that almost needs that year of redemption to boost his reputation. Go work with a guy like Kyle Shanahan. Maybe you get to play, maybe you don't, but you you get that opportunity. I just want to see the 49ers have a quarterback stay healthy for a whole year. I don't know the last time they've had that happen. I mean, with the skill position, the offensive line, they are literally a quarterback away from being a a phenomenal team. They're already Mm -hmm. a great team. But, yeah, uh, there's no telling what they could do if they did get a quarterback. So looking at the NFC, teams that do need a quarterback, the Commanders, Mm -hmm. I think they do. The Packers, if Aaron Rodgers moves on. No, they don't. Jordan Love's there. Excuse me, that's silly. They have Jordan Love. So, yeah, I think they're solid. I'll go Commanders. Falcons, Panthers, Saints. I'm going to say the Bucks don't need one because of Kyle Trask. And then the Seattle Seahawks just need to bring back Geno. That's still a lot of teams. Yeah. Though. We're like sitting in like six, seven teams that probably need a new quarterback. Golly. And you've got four that are going to get drafted in the first round. I think two of them are good. Yeah. Wild times. It felt like we used to have a... A bunch of good quarterbacks in the NFL. It feels like we go in waves of that. We're like, oh, hey, every team's kind of got their quarterback situation. We're figuring. I think that was two years ago. I think I said that. It was like, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of teams in need of a quarterback here, but there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks that are kind of older looking for a new home. And it's like, oh, man, tough luck. I don't really know where you're going to end up. Yeah. Well, at the end of, you know, Eli mm-hmm. uh, Rivers and yep. Ben Roethlisberger, like those guys I mean, were holding down Drew some as well. For like really Andy Dalton's a free agent. It's like, where's he going to go? And it's like, oh, I don't really know, man. You're yeah, now yeah. Tom Brady's retired, so we've had all those. Those are five Hall of Famers that have dipped in the past yep. year, couple of years. So a lot of opening spots um, for quarterbacks. And what's crazy is I don't think we're getting a lot of great quality quarterbacks coming up. I guess we are. It's just so hard to find because when you look at the AFC, it's just mm-hmm. loaded with guys that look like future Hall of Famers: Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Maybe Deshaun Watson throw him in there. Maybe Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, like Justin Herbert, maybe Russell Wilson. Yeah, and then I mean so the other thing too is like you're waiting on guys to continue to blossom, like a Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you know, he played really good this last year, especially towards the end of the season. You get another full off season and the season with Doug Peterson as your coach. I think the Jaguars are a team that could really surprise some people next year, and the division also just wide open. Yeah, they should win their Again, division next yeah. year. They should be the favorites, betting-wise. Everybody should pick the Jaguars to win that division. Uh, depending on you know something yeah. crazy happening, like Aaron Rodgers going to the Colts. Then maybe you pick the Colts. Or Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson going to the Colts. Um, but yeah, the Jaguars probably should be the favorite uh, for that one. A couple other things that we did want to get to uh, today is that earlier Manny Machado agreed to an 11-year, $350 million extension He's a guy that uh, we thought might opt out. There are a lot of rumors that he might opt out. Now it looks like he's going to have another contract. I just don't know where Major League Baseball is getting this money and why they're paying these 30-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, 10 11, more, like 11 more years of this guy for $350 million. How old is he? That's why I was just going to look. I mean, he's 30. He was born in 1992. He's going to be 31. How old was he when he signed his first contract there then? Pretty, pretty young realize still. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had one of those opt-out years, and he was going to take it. Not anymore. He's <laughs> he's going to be there for 11 more years. He's going to have this contract for Manny 11 Machado's only 30. I thought this dude was like 35. 
No, he was young coming up. Top draft pick. He's with the Baltimore Oilers. Orioles, yep. excuse me. Very young when he came up. Um, he was probably 20 when he came up. Damn. I mean, yeah, 10 years is a long time. So, I mean, I've been hearing about Manny Machado for a while. But still. And he was such a big prospect that, yeah, his name was out there immediately. But, I mean, good for him, though. I mean, again, don't know where the MLB is getting this type of money. You complain about not getting money, you know, everything. And then all right. of a sudden it's like it, the whole COVID million, the shutdown. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, the lockout. Oh, you want 11 years? Cool. Uh, you know what? Go ahead and tell Xander Bogarts. He can have the same contract. <laughs> like, we don't even care anymore. Tell Juan Soto to come in here and just, here's a blank check. We, it's written. It's five hundred million dollars. Soto. How many years does he want? They're going to have to do it. Is it next year? I would think so. <laughs> I don't know when he'll hit that extension, but I would think that it would be soon and get him in there. And then the rule changes. I I continue to say that I like the rule yeah. changes. I know that this weekend uh, game times were shortened significantly. Uh, like a lot of the games to 40 were going. Uh huh. Two hours and mm-hmm. uh, two and a half hours. And there are a lot of baseball purists and traditionalists like, why do we need to shorten the game? I love the game. Well, because not everybody loves the game as much as you do. You're trying to grow it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a business still. you got a lot of people that can't sit and watch oh, yeah, three Yeah, three, three and a half hours. You've got to get there early. I mean, this is a six-hour day event. I mean, it's just, hey, that's my job, bub. <laughs> that's, a, that's a full work day for some people. Mm-hmm. Just to go to a game. It's like, hey, actually just let me head off early, go watch the game, and then go home and still have something to do in the evening. And I did also see the Braves game ended with the bases loaded in the ninth inning. The batter gets called for a third strike because he wasn't in the box in time, which I'm sure a lot of people were very frustrated with and probably angry about. That's why you mm-hmm. put these rules in place in spring training. This game yep. doesn't matter. You don't want to ha- this to happen you know, come March 30th. Yeah. So let's get it out of the way on February 25th. <laughs> it is wild. Bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. I'm sure in big games. Because this jack wagon can't get in the box and look at the pitcher. He gets called yeah. out. Game over. <laughs> Dude, come on. I do think in like big yeah. games and moments, I'll treat it kind of like the like a delayed game in the NFL. I was like, okay, hey, if it's if it's yeah, right at zero, like we'll just let it slide. Let the play mm-hmm. happen. It's not that big of a yeah. deal. And you know, there was so much talk too about like, oh, how are the pitchers going to react? What's going to happen? A lot of the struggle so far that I've seen is from the yeah. batters not being in the box. Which is I, it I really throws it. off their rhythm to just slow down the pace of play because I mean that's that's where the, yeah. the biggest advantage comes from is for batters, and then they can step mm-hmm. out and, then and you know thinking, what I mean. And, what are they going to pitch? Yeah. What are they going to pitch? Yeah, where you've got you know a catcher that's written a full scouting report on like all right I kind of know how we're going to pitch to this guy. Yep. It might actually work for the pitchers. I don't know, but I so far I like the rule changes. Uh, in baseball, spring training happening. It's great to just to hear the sound. I mean, of you posted on your story the other day, like one of the best sounds in all sports, and I, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just the crack of a bat or yeah. the pop of a glove. Like, I love those opening videos that you know teams always put out, too. It's like baseball's back, and you just – like that. I just mm-hmm. sit there, like I'll turn the volume all the way up and just listen to it because, like, that's my favorite sound is the ball just popping in the glove. Like that first pitch from the mound the feel you of throw it a too. good pitch and you're watching it just – and it hits that glove perfectly and it just – and then that dirt flies out That's of it. It's just like, here we go. Yep. Baseball's such a romantic Man, sport. It 1,000% like, is. The, the feel of just like, yep, I got all of that mm-hmm. ball when you're hitting. Or even when it, the ball just hits perfectly in the yep. netting. Like somebody throws you a good, solid pitch, and it hits perfect in the netting. Yes. It feels good. <laughs> it's like one-tenth of an orgasm. It's just like, or damn. And like it makes you think you got it. <laughs> yeah. Because then the next throw or pitch or catch or whatever – you're going to miss. Yeah. Hit you right in the like, palm, and you're ah, like, ah, damn it. 
I'm yep. going inside. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, or you're catching and you catch one in the thumb. Yeah, like, or nope. you're playing catch with somebody and then throw it over your head and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're over this. That's, how did you miss me by yeah. 30 yards? Hey, man, I've done that. I've been on the other end of that. Oh, same. Like playing catch with my buddy. Yeah. Me and my buddy, Austin Spivey, we were catching partners. And he came and lived with me in Kansas City for a little bit. And there's times where we get together. He's like, hey, man, you should cut your glove. Like, let's go play catch. And I just, I don't know. Like, we'll be throwing good and good. And all of a sudden, I'll think, like, oh, I want to try and throw, like, this pitcher or this player. Like, you know, I mean, watching another, someone else throw this one and see if I can do the same thing. And there goes, I was like, all right, this feels good. And then I just get way out of whack with it. And I just oh my arm angle just yes, starts and I just sail all over, and it's always the yep. dude. Come on, like I'll go get it. Yeah. Hey, growing up with three older brothers though, I would mm-hmm. try that stuff, and if I didn't hit the glove, I'd have to go get it. I'm sure other people experience that too. Like I'm not walking to get that ball. <laughs> you go fault. get it. Now I've got to jog out there, and the ball's still rolling. <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, another thing that we've been talking a lot about. Our subscription services, and we've just been dumping oh. them left and right with how much we hate them. So I thought we'd do something a little bit different today. Like you can at me; it's fine. Okay. No, it's me. I I, def- I agree with you, and I and we used to talk about it all the time. Like it's stupid. You have to all these subscriptions. Why can't we just bundle them? And then I, you know, I think I realized a long time ago. I was like, that's what we had. I'm like, no, I'm not paying for Direct TV. This is stupid. Well, that's because Direct TV was like, we're the only ones doing this. We're going to make $200 a month. Mm-hmm. It was like, F you. Yeah. I'm not paying $200 for TV. If I can pay 5 for it over here, 10 15 that makes sense. Now they're all doing it. Yeah, and it is. It's so difficult to keep up with everything. So we're going to list our five favorite subscription services, things that you have to pay for in order to get. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to go yours first? Are we going to go first? back and forth? Or am I just going to run through them? Okay. Let's go. We'll just go first. So my number one subscription. Like if I I had to cancel all of them, I can only have one subscription left. My top subscription would be. So I recently just went through this, and that was mine. Like I took it off. Like I've been (laughs) taking like a deep dive into my budget because it's like I want to be more responsible, try and save up, get a house, be mature Uh here, right? Yeah. What do I really? So it's like okay, what what can I afford to get rid of here that I just I genuinely don't really want or I don't use in. Like, I didn't even put Spotify on the budget. I was like, that's not an option. Like, that's not I'm, – I'm not listening to an ad while I'm in the middle of my jams here. Like, I'm not going to be listening to this 30-second right. ad. And it's like, I Honestly, I've had Spotify so long, I don't even know what it's like to not oh, have one that th- subscription. Yeah. You know? Like, do you, do you have to listen me? to ads? Can you listen to know. any song you want? Because, like, for me – Is it like Pandora's? Like, you can only <laughs> pick a station, right? Luke Combs yeah. station. And then you have to oh, – I've disliked too yep. many songs today. I don't know what it's like because it's – Thank you, Spotify. Like you said, it's a non-negotiable – But, like, Apple Spotify. Music, I hate it. Yeah. I hate the functionality of it. My only complaint with Spotify is when I go click on an artist, it doesn't just give me all their songs. Like, they split it up by their albums. Like, for me, it's like, I don't care about that. I want to know what their best songs are and then everything that's been listened to in ranking order through there. Like, yeah. I just wish that was or, the one thing. That and lyrics. Let me see all the lyrics to these songs because Apple Music is good about oh, you that. Can. Spotify does not. Lyrics on Spotify? Not that I can find. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll show oh, you. Thank you. But God, I can't because I'm using the call-in app, which is another great one. You subscribe sure. to us. If you click and you're listening to a song in Spotify, and at the bottom, it gives you, like, the bottom line where the, the song title runs. Mm-hmm. Click on that, right? And then it will show you, like, the like little music video preview. In the bottom right-hand corner, it says more. You click on that, and it gives you the no, lyrics. Yeah, every song? And it is 
it is almost every song. It's karaoke style, to where the lyrics are being highlighted as they're being. Oh, so it lets sang. you know the the pace of the song then. Yes, sir. Damn. Yeah. So you can find the lyrics, which is why Spotify is the best. Yeah, ever. I love that actually. <laughs> like if somebody said that you had to delete Twitter or Spotify, do yeah, Twitter. I'm, Spotify might be my number one app. For some reason, Instagram has become that for me, and I hate it. I almost think it's where it's because I moved Twitter down to like my bottom four, like on my most personal. No matter where I was out on my screen, I could just click on it. Yeah. But Instagram replaced where I had Twitter. So like, I don't know if I just subconsciously just like. If I put another app there, would I go to that app all the time now and, like, overlook the other one? So I'm thinking about I'm just going to put them all in a box and just, like, have them off my main screen. Because there are times where I just, like, oh, my phone, but, like, oh, boom, Instagram, here I go. And then oh, I'm just scrolling for, sure. for like, yeah. 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're in a socially awkward mm-hmm. situation. So you're like, oh, I'm just going to open my phone. Boom. And then it's like, it's oh, Twitter you're on your phone the whole time. It's like, dude, I forgot we were even here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my number, my number one would be Spotify, though. I just I listen to music all the time. And even like podcasting, we, hi, we're on Spotify. Uh, and also you can get audio books mm. on there now. You I can? I thought about diving into one of those. No shit. Mm-hmm. Are they free? Yeah. You got to pay for them like separate. Some of them. Some are free. Oh, some you have to pay That's for. great actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, especially you. You can. Yeah, because I, I mean I've been wanting to do. Boom, pop like in my ass, book. I've been buying books and I get home and I'm like, I'm not spending. I'm not going to read this book. No, read it yeah, to me. But like I if I were to listen to it, and especially like I'm going on longer walks with my dog now. That would be perfect. Like if I'm going on a 35 minute walk here, I could probably get a good chunk of a book in right there. I've become the guy that will listen to, uh, like I have headphones on when yep. I grocery shop. I'm sorry, like I don't want to. I just put on. I put a stock cap on. Cause I almost feel I was, like it looks like rude. If you know what I mean. So yeah. for me, bald, it's cold outside. Stock cap works out great. Boom, they're underneath them. Someone calls me though, and then I start talking to people. What the fuck happened the other day? Actually, I'm yeah. like. Oh, I, I saw two people today while I was grocery shopping, but I had my AirPods in. Not talking you, to you. Two people you knew? Two people you knew? Yeah. Nope. I also pretended like I was just really intently looking for something. This guy. So they know you ignored him. No, I think I did a pretty good job of. See, I love that because everybody though. thinks they do, but it's like we also both made eye contact at the same time and we both saw each other look away. No, if I made eye contact, I would acknowledge them. I'm very good at like not Like you see them before they see you? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well played. And I also, I don't, put my, I don't put my head down and be like, oh, okay. I'm just head up. I'm not looking at you, though. Yeah. I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> You're That's in your own lane. Anyway, yeah, Spotify exactly. is my top. I get it, dog. <laughs> Spotify is my top. If I, yeah, I didn't realize, I didn't put mine in the top five here. Or top four is what I have on my list. But Spotify would probably be up there because I have been like you and Matt have helped me out this tremendously with my taste in music. One that and understanding and like just learning more music. Like my Spotify rap last year, I had the Renaissance Man just because like, I got to listen to. If anyone's like, oh, listen to this song, or if I see him on TikTok or Instagram, it's like, hey, this is my new song out. I'll immediately go to Spotify and like it just so at least some point I'll hear it and I'll listen to a little bit then. Yeah, because you listen, you listen to yes. your liked songs. I have like three thousand now. Like it's insane how many yeah. I have. I don't create my own playlist. I'm takes too much time for me i don't know enough yeah, titles of songs but oh i want this in my playlist <laughs> so uh but for me i guess uh, my next one would probably be netflix um like there's just so many shows that come out like outer banks has, has come back out i've started watching that again uh peaky blinders being on that's become one of my favorite shows and just the list of movies that they you know they kind of cycle through and having on and taking off the the side it's just like okay hey i can go to this and watch it 
and there's always going to be something that's at least interesting. Especially the documentaries too have been so. If good. I had to pay for Netflix, I wouldn't have it. You don't pay for Netflix. Nope, I share a password. So if I had to pay for Netflix, no chance. I, it's becoming expensive, or at least that's what I hear from yeah. people whose password I have. Um, Lucky you. I wouldn't pay for it. I don't think that their content is good enough to justify how expensive it is. I've been paying for Netflix for so long that I would feel weird to message somebody like, hey, can I have your password so I can stop paying for it? Because I was the guy that was like, oh, dude, I have Netflix. Just here's my password. And I don't know why I was. How many people do you think have your password? Uh, I know of at least three. One should not anymore, dumb bitch, but just kidding. <laughs> uh, and the other one I know is my younger sister. I have two younger sisters, but I think one's engaged, and I think she's just using her fiancés, and the other one's just my youngest sister, and she's using that. I don't think my little brother does. If he does, he just uses mine, and I don't know. Yeah, he's watching yeah. things on your profile. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no yeah. reason. No wonder that's on there. I don't remember watching it. Yeah, if I had to pay for Netflix, I don't think I would. I don't think I would do it. I just – I don't love their content that they put out. Like even a lot of the Netflix original movies, I, I haven't loved the uh, – I say that, but then they'll like they'll drop like yeah. two or three. Ryan Gosling like, oh, had some movies that came out with uh, Chris Evans, that, that one movie that they had where I think Gosling's the detective – or the secret agent or spy or whatever. That was a really, really good movie. The one with the rock, uh, that came out, Ryan Reynolds, uh, some of his movies have yeah. been really good too. So like recently yeah. it's been good for sure. Yeah. My, my second one would it actually be YouTube TV, which is honestly, it's just, how do I watch live so, sports? Football's over. I, damn it. I know March Madness. I overlooked it. I just cut it off. I was just yep. like, I'm not. I don't watch this enough. Yeah. Because I'm not. I've not been the guy that just like comes home and like turns on TV and just watches. It. I don't watch it a lot either. So, but when I want to, I want. To. Damn it! Like even today, I was hey, uh, planning for the podcast and doing some other why things. Don't you hear, I was watching the Bucks and Suns play. Are you the only one on your YouTube TV? I am, and yes. What are you saying yes to? <laughs> You're gonna have my password. You the man. <laughs> Just create your own profile. Shit, look awesome. at that. That was so much easier than I thought. I was trying to figure out how I could really do this. <laughs> yep, I feel like a kid on Christmas. Damn, I got TV. <laughs> and that's why we password share. People helping people. Boom. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you need to do. But I, do, I, I have to have it because of live sports. And I do also think it's really convenient. I was with um, Direct TV mm-hmm. before. Didn't love it because they had like their streaming services, but as soon as you got set outside of your little area, it's like, nope, we're shutting this down. YouTube TV doesn't care. They're just like, where are you? All right, sign You're in. Yeah, really? you Fine. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm signed in at a couple like Airbnbs <laughs> yeah. that I forgot to log out of. <laughs> Get six hours away or like on a flight home. Right? I realized yeah. it on my Instagram, I? and it was like, no. oh, you have a random login in St. Louis, and I was like, really. No wonder she knew Ooh. I was talking to this girl. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple other ones that we have listed just together. Uh, both of us put Amazon mm-hmm. on there, which is weird because I will go through phases where I will just cancel it. Oh, really? I cancel and rejoin Amazon so like probably three times every year. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not buying anything. This is stupid. And then I'll go through one time and buy stuff. I'll pay $20 in shipping and be like, why am I not just yeah. subscribe to this? Yeah. 
So for me, it's like I don't no, want to go look up. for this at the store and like get to the store and realize it's not there and I feel like I wasted a trip being out and about where I could have just ordered it and in two days it'll show up and I'll be like, oh, I forgot I ordered this, but awesome, now I have it. Yeah, and if you have Prime, you don't pay for the shipping. So I, I even bought uh, some stuff last week and I had to pay for the shipping on it. So now I'm probably going to go back and re-sign up for Amazon Prime. Do you want to use mine? <laughs> Share it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want you to see the things I buy on Amazon. Would I be able to? I would oh. assume so. What are you buying, dog? If you go, Clearly, shit. <laughs> don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> if you go to like your orders, you would be able to see, um, okay, this one got sent to Can't create separate accounts address. on it? No password sharing for Amazon Prime. They got to figure it out. Like, hey, uh, mm-mm. you're each paying 20 bucks. <laughs> Why don't we? Like, why can't we password share? I should, honestly, I could just send you a link and be like, hey, buy this, have it shipped to my house. Well, you've got to be that before. Yeah, I was going to say, God damn. Hey, bitch, buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that YouTube TV? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shut it off. (laughs) I'll change that password so fast. Um, Another one that we have, which is a big one, is the ESPN Plus Hulu Disney bundle. Piss me That's off. a big one. I can't figure out the bundle. I, I, get, charged bundle. I get charged twice. I get twice. Do they yeah. still do all three? Because I'm paying for ESPN well, Plus, but I don't. Disney, yeah. my Hulu and Disney bundle are not tied to it. I tell me about it. I would, say, though, I would say though, if if one had to go, that's probably the first one. I've talked about ESPN Plus before. It's like I thought I was going to be able to watch hockey games and stuff like that. Can't do it. Uh, there's some great articles that I love to read on there. Hulu is his miss. ESPN turned to all their articles are ESPN Plus now? Not, it feels like most of them are. Like if it's not like, a, hey, here's some breaking yeah, news, just, here's a couple paragraphs. If there's any like analysis, it's I feel like it's behind the paywall. Subscription-based world we're in. And that's where it just gets to be irritating. I, I don't feel like that's worth it. Yeah, or the athletic is another subscription yeah. that I have. I do like that one though. I don't. You got it for a dollar. I got it for seven bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm paying a dollar a month, so it's like, yeah. yeah, that's that's worth it. I should that one didn't make my list, but I'm, I'm going to put it actually. out there. Yep, over take off Netflix. Put on <laughs> it is, okay. the athletic. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it for us today, though. Uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us. A little bit of a longer show. How about that one? Uh, Big country and I going to be back on Wednesday. Because I'm apparently raising two athletes who basketball season ended on Saturday. Oh, that was the last week? I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Volleyball season has already started. I actually had to take my oldest daughter. She had volleyball practice at 10, basketball game at 2. Holy very smokes. proud of her. She did both. Yep. The she, youngest one played volleyball too? <laughs> yep, both of them played volleyball. What about softball? See what happens. They're yep, Dang, also playing dog. softball. Gonna have a busy spring, life, so we will be doing our podcast. Stadiums and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag girl dad. Go you. Go off king. Yeah, we will be doing the podcast on Wednesday. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us for this one, and we will talk to you all then.